Welcome to the Leadership Podcast, brought to you by LifeWest, the Chiropractic College. I'm your host, Dr. Ron Oberstein. And I'm your host, Dr. Mary Oberstein. And we're excited to have you join us as we bring special guests in the world of health, leadership, business success, and chiropractic. Our mission is to create a brighter future for humanity, and we are thrilled to walk this journey with you. Enjoy this episode, and thank you for being with us today. Well, hello, everybody. Dr. Ron Overstein, president of Life Chiropractic College West, the chiropractic college, and I am excited to come to you today with another one of our Life West leadership lines. Uh, I've been waiting for this. Uh, uh, I got Dr. Michael Yoon with me. Michael, welcome to the to the webcast, to the leadership line. Thank you very much, Dr. Ron. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, we saw each other, I don't know, maybe a month ago, month and a half ago, and uh, and uh, when I was in Calgary, and I'm just thrilled to have you on. So uh, it's 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 exciting. I want to tell our viewers a little bit about, about Dr. Michael. Um, 25 years in practice, graduated uh, in 1998 as a Life West graduate, and uh, stayed in the Bay Area. He's Canadian, but he stayed in the Bay Area uh, for three years, working over in the peninsula just across the the bridge from the college. And then uh, in 2002, he ended up going back to Calgary or going to Calgary and opened his practice that he's still in today, 20, you know, 20, uh, 23 years later, 22 years later, um, has a, a phenomenal practice. Uh, in 2018, he turned, he has a chiropractic office, but he made it into a wellness center also, bringing in other allied health professionals. And, uh, you know, his job, of course, is just to see people chiropractically, um, does amazing things. He's uh, he's on a path to really change the world, change the health landscape of the world. And he's and when, after you hear more about him as we go through our talk today, you'll get an idea of his intensity and his uh, his knowledge, but also his just his passion to make this happen. Uh, he was born in Korea, uh, raised there for seven years. His father. Uh, which I do want to talk about this morning, so I won't necessarily share. He's a grandmaster in Hapkido, uh, which is a martial art that came out of Korea, I believe. Uh, he is, um, he's uh, uh, right now, Michael is a, a, a instructor in the martial arts. He's very disciplined in his life. He's got three sons. Uh, his dad was also a healer, which I do want to talk about, Dr. Michael. Um, uh, but right now, uh, he's got he's got three sons. He's been married. Uh, for 23 years, has three sons who I happen to meet. They're all uh, looking at the possibility of being chiro chiropractors, and uh, he's just got it going on. So I, I am just thrilled to have you on the show today. Uh, and and let's jump into it. I, you know, I, I think the place I want to start right now is just talk about your dad for a second. You know, um, you know, obviously you were raised with it. Sounds like a a person who was uh, very high stature, high morals, high discipline. You know, just give us a little rundown of that. Yeah, absolutely, Ron. Um, my father, he's 86 years old, still living a very, very healthy lifestyle, over, walks over 20,000 steps. But originally, he's a grandmaster in Hapkido, and he trained presidential bodyguard, paratroopers, police. So he comes from that disciplined uh, defense kind of background. But he's also a, a healer. He's an acupuncturist. And in Korea, they don't call it chiropractic. They call it corrective exercise. So I grew up in this culture of wellness, training martial art, 
and healing art in a healthy and preventative way. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, seven years old, you did, you know, I guess your family decided to come to to North America, right? And yes, I, I, what did your father do when 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 you guys came came to this came to Canada? Well, it's a funny story. Um, we came to Canada because uh, Korea is a great place, but you know, there's a lot of conflict between North and South. So for our future, uh, we came back to uh, come to Calgary. Uh, most Koreans at that time opened up grocery store or laundromat, but my father opened up a martial art academy. And uh, with a broken English, he had such charisma. He attracted a lot of students. They loved him a lot. We had over six studios all over Calgary, and we were a big, big academy. So that's that's what he did. Immediately, he just jumped into what he's good at. Yeah, yeah. And then you, you've been studying at what age? I started Hapkido since I was three years old. Wow. And uh, I never stopped training. Even when I was in Life West, uh, I taught uh, students at the Life Chiropractic College West. I opened up a Hapkido club, trained uh, students of Life West twice a week. And uh, after I graduated, I went to Gold's Gym and opened up, you know, opened up a small class yeah. and continued on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and are you training now? Yes, I still train. Uh, all my sons train. Even my wife is a black belt as well. Um, but the whole concept of training is not to train to fight, but it's for wellness. There's a lot of movement in training that's good for the spine and the body as well. So yeah. we embrace that. Yeah. So, so yeah. you know, because I want to bring something up, and I think it's just amazing. And, you know, um, and I learned this from my martial arts training, and I trained in a Korean art called Kang Sudo. Um, but I, I, I want to. Oh, that's great. Yeah. There, there's something that that I feel, um, and from talking with you and seeing your kids when we were together in Calgary and, you know, doing that, you know, I, I think one of the um, areas that anybody in life, but we'll just talk chiropractors right now, right? You know, but, and it's really for anybody in life where we can always become stronger and improve upon. And I believe is one of the major factors of success is discipline. And I, I know that martial arts, you know, is is based on a principle, whether it's underlying or whether it's verbally said, of discipline, you know. And obviously you were raising this, so I think it might be second nature to you, but I want to kind of pull it out. You know, your feelings on discipline and how you see that weaving in and how people can actually bring more discipline into their lives. I absolutely agree with you. Discipline is very, very crucial. I mean, the word discipline itself sounds like a negative connotation. You get punished, but it's really not. It's like self-control, self, -control, self uh, like basically telling yourself, okay, even if you don't want to do it, you don't, even if you don't want to uh, get up on time, you got to get up on time. You got to sleep on time. You got to eat certain way. You got to study. You got to do certain structure way. And martial art training really does embrace that uh, philosophy. And you're right. It's a second nature for me. But uh, most people don't really have that in their life. And they get excited for a moment. And all of a sudden, they kind of lost that motivation. And you just got to keep going, whether you whether it's good or bad. You just got to keep persistently step by step. And you look back when you see how far you have come. And I think that's the the merits of discipline as well. Yeah, yeah, and 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 it's interesting too because you know, you just said it. I think everybody looks for motivation, and 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 that's not wrong to do that, obviously, right? But everybody looks for motivation. But when we're 
constantly looking, right? When we need motivation to get us out of bed or to do something in our office or to hire somebody to motivate us on a continual level, not on a beginning level. I think it's great. I, you know, I feel like I'm a disciplined person, but I can fall out of discipline too, you know? And sometimes I need something to to pull me back in, right? Where I have to kind of check myself, right? And then I know at some point I'll slip, you know, because it's like, you know, it's, it's life. But if I, if I'm, if that's my drug that I constantly need to take motivation or look for motivation, there's a problem there, you know? And, uh, and I think right. you you hit it, you know, in a, in professionals, if they're always looking for that, they're 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 never going to find that. They're going to go to the next thing, the next thing, get different information, and never really complete something. So, you know, as you're taking people through, you know, the motivation, and, and I want to relate this to business. If you're taking okay. people through the through the motivation to, to become a black belt, because it's discipline. It's not like you go to a black belt factory and you buy a black belt. You know, it's usually you know it could be a two to four year process. You know, to do that, right? right. Um, you know, how, how do you relate that, you know, for our viewers into like the business world? Like, like, what is it? Is it the milestones? Is it the, you know, you get different belts that keep going? Like, how would you relate that as a martial art, you know, master? Well, I mean, um, I like to set a, set goals and uh, have like small short-term goals, but I like to see myself, what am I going to be at 10 years down the road or 15, 20? How am I going to be? physically functionally how am i going to be with my family how am i going to be at certain business state so i have this big goal in mind in front of me almost like a carrot in front of me but then it's it may be 10 15 years but then i try to reverse engineer it so that way what can i do right now to kind of inch it forward to that goal in the long run so most people in martial art they they want to achieve black belt but my father always say black belt is beginning it's not the end so that's what we accumulate with physical skills. And after that, you just kind of, you, you basically get life experience. So I embrace that concept in practice as well. So if I'm treating every individual, what is the goal down the road? I want them to be healthy as much as possible. But in return, as a practitioner, I want to be make sure, making sure that I embrace the health so I don't fall apart as I treat people. So 10, 15 years down the road, I want to be as balanced and healthy as much as possible. That's that's pretty much my motivation as well. Yeah, but when people see you, you know, as a, mm -hmm. whether whether it's in the martial arts studio or whether it's in your office, you know, when you're, when you're taking care of the people who come to see you, they see or they feel that discipline, right? And, and by, and by having that, discipline we don't have to throw that discipline out and say dude dude we just have to be who we are and that actually mm -hmm. transmits to to them being able to say okay i, I want to do this path right you know of wellness of health right and i'm going to do it of course you know they can fall off it's okay but i think there's something to be said about internal discipline which then comes out on the outside which doesn't have to be in strength it's just there which then kind of cements us in what we do you know yeah so i mean talking about that i i'm around people who are similar to me my children follow my way my wife follows our way we have fun i mean we, we have a great time it's not always strict and stern and yeah. give me 100 push-ups you know it's not like that 
during the time when we work hard, we work hard. When we train hard, we train hard. But when we have fun, we have great time. I'm very close to my family. I also have really close friends who also follow the similar philosophy. So it makes achieving that discipline that much easier. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. But don't so you I don't know if that it's... makes sense. No, it does. It, it absolutely does. You know, I actually look at a different word for discipline. You know, I, I, I get, you know, when people see discipline, they think of, you know, put your hand out and get hit by a ruler, you know, back in the old days. Mm. Kind of, but I see a different word. I see the word right. discipline being the root of disciple. You know, and and ah, yeah, and, like and when someone is a disciple, whether it was the disciples of 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 Christ or the disciples of of wherever it might be, it, a disciple to me is a student, and somebody who wants to learn, but they dedicate themselves right to to learning and to being that. And and I just know this. You know, I, I was able to see the difference. I started martial arts. I was already practicing, probably. 10 years before I started martial arts. And when I started increasing my discipline within myself, because there were times I didn't want to train and I had to just suck it up and go, you know, and every time I went, I was happy I went, you know, because my mind up here might not have wanted to do it. But I noticed it in my office, people started listening to me in a different light. I noticed that when I gave recommendations in my healthcare, People started listening to me very differently. I wasn't saying anything differently, but they were listening to me because the stance or the place that I was coming from was I was just more rooted in who I was. At least that's what I'm thinking. I don't know. I can't say for sure, but, you know. Well, I think it, you, you just brought up uh, a good point being you're building your own inner peace yeah. and inner confidence. So, I mean, I can see the discipline in you, Dr. Ron. You know, what you do with Life West, that takes a lot of discipline. That takes a lot of courage and sacrifice. So when you're training and you're training, you're sweating and you just want to just die, you go through that hardship. And then once you go through that hardship, outside of it becomes a, a bit more easier. Right. So when you're relaxed and you're training hard and you're just kind of rigid, like sweating and just meditate and you're just like, oh, that, that felt good. And in practice, people notice that, you know what? This guy's in pretty good shape. He's got a good mindset. He has a good family. He's doing something right. If he's doing something right, maybe he's a good example of health. And I don't just do that just to kind of impress upon my patient to be like that. But it's for me and it's for my family. And the positive side effect is what you just said. It's people listen to you because you built that inner peace inner confidence. Yeah, and thank you cuz that, that that was the word I was looking for, you know. And 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 I think when people and that was so beautiful because I think what people feel when they go if they walk into a martial arts studio or they go wherever they go to, maybe even to a chiropractic office, people are are trained on some level to look for conflict, to look for abrasion, you know, to look for yeah. but instead of instead of the peace, instead of the inner knowing, right? And they might look at a martial arts studio or a chiropractic office and see this being this physical place that's that's really about, you know, um, you know, uh, uh, movement and pushing there or punching if it, wherever it might be in a studio. And the truth is, it's not about that. You know, that's the outside. Oh. The inside is really about inner peace. It's about health. It's about wellness. It's about 
you know, coming together. And it was so beautiful how you said that because, you know, I, I, I'll just tell you this, that, that what I was, tra- I used to train doctors for 20 something years. Right. And I always told them always to every single one that I trained, you know, over the, you know, 500 to a thousand docs, I always told them one thing, you got to fill your cup because we're out there teaching every day in our offices. Right. But who's filling our cup. So go be a student, go do something, you know, it could be yeah. take music lesson, go do go do art, go like sports, martial arts. What is your passion, you know, and or that you want to learn and let somebody fill your cup where you become a student. Right. And it's so important to express that, you know, and that's what you're doing. Yeah, I yeah, I absolutely agree. I mean, the fact that I always believe that I'm always learning and if I stop learning, I'm done. And uh, you brought up a good point about being a student. Student eventually become a teacher and they pay it forward. So, I mean, my father taught me through martial art training, through healing art, that I love this whole preventative, healthy lifestyle. I mean, in our medicine cabinet, I think we had an Advil just in case, but we never used it. Yeah. It's diet, nutrition, exercise, and self-care. And so I'm actually teaching that with my sons. They're extreme good martial artists, but I'm teaching them how to palpate, uh, go through the x-ray imaging with me. Yeah. explaining uh listing you know that kind of thing and i love doing that and because i've been a teacher since i was three uh, 11 years old in martial art training so it becomes a second nature yeah. so i like and, sharing that and if they can learn that and then pay it forward i think that would be great yeah and your dad taught you i mean talk about his healing like what was he doing back in you know back in korea yeah um so as a martial artist uh my father really emphasized in like uh flow of the energy chi nervous system. So he did acupuncture and he did something called moxibustion, basically using a kind of a burning uh, herb to stimulate heat. And he also did adjustments. I mean, they don't call it chiropractic, but it's called corrective exercise. So I received that. And my father taught me how to do shiat, like pressure point massage, starting eight years old. And every morning I went to his bedroom, I gave him massage 30 minutes up until I was 18. So I was so good at it to a point where I closed my eyes, I was able to do it. So I do that in the morning and I train five times a week at our studio. I didn't get into trouble. I studied hard, went training. And a lot of my friends said, what are you doing? Why are you so busy? And goes, because I'm actually learning and I loved it. Right. Yeah. And and so how, how, how did you find chiropractic? Well, I mean, um, I wanted to be a practitioner or a doctor, and uh, I got exposed to, you know, medicine, uh, dentistry, and and they're all good feel. So I did shadowing. I saw dentists looking into people's mouth, and they're always kind of grabbing the neck and go, okay, that's not for me. And as a medical doctor, they do a great job, but their treatment is just prescribing. Um, but I wanted to be hands-on. So one of the uh, student's father, who is a PhD, said, hey, Michael, what do you want to do for work? why don't you be a, a radiologist? And I said, well, what does radiologist mean? And goes, so they look at the x-ray. And I said, so they look at the x-ray and they treat, right? And goes, no, they just look at the x-ray and do a report. And goes, well, that's no fun. I want to be able to use my hand and see the imaging and do that. And all, along the course of the time, uh, I found chiropractic. I did some shadowing at a local clinic here. Uh, many different ways, but I saw this clinic that actually really embraced adjustment and kind of an overall approach. And I fell in love with it. And uh, I found Life West. And Life West was strong in academic, strong in philosophy, 
very strong in technique. And that's why I wanted to be, I didn't want it to be smart to book smart. I wanted to be kind of well-rounded. Yeah. And so I just went to Life West and jumpstart so my education there. That's so great. Yeah. That's so cool. Well, I, I want to jump into something. And, and I, I, I mean, look at Life West sounds like a very good martial arts studio, right? Strong in philosophy. Yes. Right. Strong in the in the understanding, the science, but strong in the understanding and then strong in the technique, right? Because you can have great philosophy, but without the technique, you can't really produce, you know, produce the goods as compared right. to very, but, very similar. Yeah, very similar. Uh, talk let's talk about something because I know this is something that's very prevalent with you. And and I, you know, we could attribute it to a lot of different things, but I want to talk about abundance mindset. You know, uh, okay. abundance mindset is 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 critical to the changing of the world, mm -hmm. right? And and if we really are on this mission to create health and wellness, you know, throughout the world, and to be able to get people to really understand that within them there's a healing power that you know they don't have to go to the outside in first, go to the inside out first, right? You know, and to be able to do this, I, abundance is we we have to be able to see that and be clear on that, right? You know, and I know from talking to you, I, my feeling, you have, you've got a very strong abundance mindset. So so share with me, like, what you would, how would you talk about abundance? Well, I mean, it's just interesting. When I first graduated, um, like any students, we lack experience. We had a lot of debt, right? So I was an associate, and one of the senior doctors said, hey, Dr. Mike, how do you feel? Are you ready to help people? And my answer was very hesitant, uh, you know, that kind of thing. And he says, Pull out of your wallet, he asked me. I said, what do you want my wallet for? So just pull it out. And I gave it to him, and he opened it up, and there was a $5 bill. So he pulled out a $100 bill, and he put it into my wallet, okay? And he goes, don't, don't spend it. Put it in your wallet. And he goes, how do you feel now? How, are you ready to tackle the world? And I said, yeah, I, I feel good. And he goes, you know what? It's your mindset. Because you feel lacked, you feel not confident. So from there on, I always say, okay, I need to really set my mind in a very positive way and focus on kind of a overall, like I came out of school, I'm ready to tackle the world. Uh, I'm young, however, I'm willing to learn and get exposed to experience and people who know more and not reinvent the wheel and just kind of accumulate the knowledge bit by bit. And over a course of 25 years, I have done that. And even still then, I do kind of go through a little dip of, you know, it's like falling out of that discipline. However, just to visualize good things, visualize great things that you're doing, uh, that seems to kind of fulfill my cup. So that way I can kind of gain that confidence and create that abundance yeah. within me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and what you said was, that what, I, what I heard was, we're always the student, like you mentioned before. Like, like never be yes. afraid of continuing to be the student, but be the student with people who can teach you and not take from you, right? Because as we know, there's a lot of people out there who want to take that hundred dollar bill out of your wallet, you know, and 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 they can rob. And it's not you. about the money. Oh no 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 no! Yeah, I'm it's not about, about the money. Yeah, no, I'm not talking about the yeah. money. I'm t I'm talking about inside internally. There's people who could take. They want to just take from you. Not to forget the hundred. They want to just take from you, right? I, I call them cows. You know, they just want to come and suck the milk, but never put. Oh back. yes yes. You know? Yeah, that's what I'm talking right. about, you know. So find the teachers who want to increase you, you know, who want to get that, and you, and then we as students can give back to them, right? It's got to be this symbiotic relationship, right? You know, just like when you train a martial, when you teach a martial arts, you get more from your students 
than you give to them. And they get more from you than you, that, you know, the, you know, that kind of thing that they give to you. And that's how we grow. Well, one of the things that I've noticed is people expect too fast, too quick. Yeah. They, they start training a couple of weeks and they think they should perform like uh, people who's been doing for a long time. Same goes with a clinical practice. It takes time. Just because you have a degree, it doesn't mean that you're going to be black belt at the moment. Yeah. So you have to be disciplined, patient, and also have an abundance mind frame. And there's going to be always ups and downs, right? And so if there's a peak and then low, just kind of meet in the middle and that, that sweet point, just kind of stay within the zone. Yeah. Yeah. So that's I how it. I look at it. I love it. I yeah. love it. I have to share something with you. Every one of my daughters, our three daughters, my wife and I, and I would train my 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 uh, my uh, the people that I coach, the doctors that I coach. I'd say the same thing. I'd say take a hundred dollar bill, and we did this with our oh. kids. Put it in your we wallet, did as well. in your purse, and never spend it. Oh wow! You'll never you'll never be broke, right? Just go about your life, do your thing. You know that's always there. You'll never be broke. You'll never. You don't have to think about. You've always got the money there that you can always go from to the to create that mindset of abundance you know and uh and it's a simple yeah. thing you know probably a hundred dollars these days is not much compared to you know <laughs> five years ago but but uh yeah i you know i it's so beautiful and i and i just you know what what kind of rings for me dr michael is that we as chiropractors you know bj palmer when he developed chiropractic he went around the world and when he was in asia that's where he got a lot of his chiropractic philosophy from, you know, when you read the philosophy, there's a lot of Eastern that comes into it, you know, from China, I believe India, it. India, you know, these places, and you could just see it. And, and, you know, it's, and it's really where it kind of comes from. I think he saw that, you know, he saw acupuncture in China and, you know, you know, going and, and, you know, he labeled it innate intelligence. We could call it chi, we could call it whatever we want, but it's like, I, I just love this melding you know, of the, of that, of that world, you know, of martial arts, of discipline, of whatever it might be, you know, everything, because in chiropractic, I think when we talk about healing, it really is, we know this, it's a mindset, you know, it, it's got to come from above, down, inside out, right? It's a mindset, you know, and the more clear we are and more nervous system clear, the strong, you know, but if we're still getting adjusted and have these negative thoughts or having whatever it might be, we're going to have an effect on us. But I, I just love it. I love the work you're doing, and uh, and I, I love that you're walking your talk and that you're you're doing what you do. And uh, I just think it's it's incredible. So so uh, so thank you. Yeah, and, talking about walking the talk, um, you know, I I get adjusted regularly. Yeah, I get massaged regularly. I get acupuncture regularly, and I exercise regularly. And I tell patients to do that. Yeah. So if I'm not doing that, and I don't believe what I preach, I'm a hypocrite, and that's not my style yeah and so even my sons they follow exactly what we do and a lot of people say oh i can't believe your kids really follow it and i'm like i'm not preaching at them i'm actually sharing my life and they see the example and they respect that just like how i respect my parents the same way yeah absolutely be the respect you know be the example that's a great thing be the example that you want others to be right you know it's kind of like Gandhi, be the change you want to see in the world, but be the example. And as a doctor, as a teacher, as a healer, and as a leader, I think I think that, that those are critical. Those are critical. Hey, but thank you. We're kind of reached our our, our time and our conversation. Uh, uh, 
I just want you to know how much I appreciate you and how much, you know, you're bringing to the, to our profession, uh, to, you know, you're bringing to the world and the work that you do and how you hold it with the respect that you hold it. And, um, yeah, I got, I have a lot of gratitude coming over across the border to you right now and, and, and always. So thank you for doing what you do. Well, the feeling is equally mutual and I totally respect you a lot. And I think the job that you're doing, spreading the words and I'm going to do my part to, um, I've sent some students over to Life West and I'm trying to educate the young ones so they understand. And then from there on, it becomes much more of an easier transition. Um, so I'm, I'm grateful. Thank you for sharing me uh, Absolutely. this uh, lifeline. Absolutely. If I could shake your hand right now, I would be doing this and I'd be saying, I will. I would say, Kamsamida. Thank you. Kamsamida. 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 All right. To our viewers, hey, thank you. Thank you. Kamsamida means thank you. Uh, thank you. Thanks for tuning in day in, day out. Thanks for, you know, weekly. You know, we drop these Life West leadership lines every week. And on the opposite weeks uh, is our Life by Life Wests. Uh, with myself and my wife, Dr. Mary, um, I just appreciate you guys spreading these. You know, I, I know in my life, uh, I I tend to hold myself as being disciplined, but I know that I can always use more discipline, you know. And and when I say discipline, being that student and being really kind of holding myself. Um, and I just, uh, and I appreciate you guys coming back. And I know there's a lot you could take from what we just talked about with Dr. Michael Yoon. And I, and I hope that you spread this with others and share this. It's a simple leak that you can send off because others need to hear it. And usually the people who are really in need are the people that we don't know about until it's too late. So I do appreciate you sharing this. I appreciate you guys, uh, all that you do to create a brighter future for humanity. And as we grow in our profession and our mission to change the world, uh, to natural, through natural health, and from the inside out, allowing people to understand, you know, that there's an intelligence within them and that their ability to heal is far greater than they were ever led to believe. The more we teach them that, the better our world will be. And it's because of yourself, Dr. Dr. Yoon, and, you know, all the people out there doing the wonderful things that they're doing and all the different professions that are that are teaching this. So thanks again uh, for myself, for Dr. Michael. We'll come at you uh, again in a couple of weeks with another uh, uh, life leadership line. And until then, uh, keep, you know, loving those people around you and hugging them. And, uh, and I will uh, be at you again in a few weeks. So just take care and enjoy yourself. Bye-bye. Thank, Thank you for, for joining, joining us today. today. And for, for the love, commitment, and passion you emanate every day. Together, we know we will make this world a better place.